Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at that crossroads, the place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is just no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. We decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week where we share simple strategies to get you unstuck in life and business and on your way to living the life you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shelly Niehaus, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. We are in the second week of a special series called Smart Girl Summer. In this series, I am celebrating a few of the ladies who have influenced me on my entrepreneurial journey. And today I have a special one for you. This delightful lady has been a student of mine in one of my email classes where I teach entrepreneurs how to break free of trying to run their business just on social media, become independent, and really start to uh, really create that relationship with their clients and their future clients by growing their email list. Because y'all, we do not want to be running our businesses on rented land, and that is what social media is. Uh, through working with Carrie in my email class, I have just seen her take her business to new levels. She started out and she was kind of overwhelmed with the technology and all that, but y'all, she is rocking her emails. She has launched a coaching program and she also has a membership in addition to all the other amazing stuff. I'm going to let her tell you about that. So I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest, Carrie Powers. Carrie is the face and muscles behind Kapow the Trainer Mobile Personal Training, and she believes that exercise shouldn't have to suck. Can I get an amen on that? After losing 90 pounds through her fitness journey, she saw firsthand how hard it is for busy women to fit the gym into their schedules, and she found that many women who really wanted to get active were super intimidated by the traditional gym environment. She created a mobile training business and to help women work out right in the comfort of their own homes. And she found that adding regular activity into their lives made women feel like absolute superheroes. Carrie's favorite thing is watching the trickle-down effects of getting more active as her clients become better partners, employees, leaders, etc. Because the confidence of exercise brings them, brings it out in them. Well, welcome, Carrie. We're so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. She is quite um, amazing. And if you're watching us online, she has this really cool purple hair, which is kind of <laughs> like her signature, uh, her signature thing. And, and I love it because I, I could just can't imagine Carrie without her purple hair. So y'all, if you're not watching this online, you're going to have to go pull the YouTube video because she's quite awesome. So, okay. Before we talk about the email class and that, I really want to talk about your business and just your journey. So give us just a brief overview. I touched on some highlights, but what brought you to where you are today? And um, why did you decide to, you know, start a business? And why did you decide that this was the journey you wanted to take? 
Yeah, that's that's a lot of big questions. Um, <laughs> and you did, you hit the highlights. I lost over 90 pounds way back in 2005. I was in my early 20s. And the big like inciting incident was my brother's wedding pictures came back. So I was a bridesmaid in his wedding. And the pictures came back and I was standing next to all the other bridesmaids who were petite little 20 somethings. And then there was me who was not a petite little 20 something. And in my head, I had always had this vision of myself as chubby, but the pictures were really proof that, you know, nearly a hundred pounds overweight is something different than chubby. And it just, it caused me to start seeing things in a different way. And so that was really the beginning of my entry into the fitness world for myself, for my own personal reasons. And over the course of the time, you know, I lost all this weight. I learned how to exercise. And I found that I really liked teaching other people how to exercise. I liked helping them find the same sort of confidence that I had found. And I really have a soft spot for women who have a long way to go and they weren't showing up to the gym in the first place, you know? So I had to come up with a way to start getting to the people who really like spoke to my heart the most in a way that wasn't inviting them into a physical gym environment. So that was kind of how it started. I love it. And you've done quite well with it. I've, I've watched you grow over the years and I know there's been ups and downs, So let's talk a little bit about that. We all have, um, you know, entrepreneurial journey is not for the faint of heart and we have to take lots of risk and there's rewards, but we also have to pivot. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to talk one time or talk, tell us about a time where you had to pivot and maybe some of the lessons that you learned from that pivot. For sure. So all that stuff that I just said about how physical, like in-person gyms are not that great for women. Well, I started my mobile personal training business. I ran it for about a year. Things were going great. And then I got an opportunity to purchase a women's boot camp franchise and all the stars aligned. Everything was perfect. And so I went ahead and I bought this business and it really spoke to me because of the community was women only. And it was a way for me to help. Instead of me helping a woman one-on-one, I could help 100 or 200 women with a team at all at one time. So we're running the business and um, it was really challenging almost from day one. And for, let me think about this. I think three years into running a physical business, COVID hit which made things that were already challenging, even more challenging. And so eventually I'm four and a half years into running a physical brick and mortar in-person business where I really am helping people, but I'm not making any money. And I'm in the hole tens of thousands of dollars every year, which was, I mean, as you can imagine, incredibly stressful. It was really disheartening. It was really hard on my marriage Um, My, you know, my husband is my business partner. He's sort of the silent, he's the guy behind the girl. And so every month was really, really hard. And it was extra hard because I was putting out this service that was phenomenal, that was really, really helping people. It just wasn't enough. And that was like the hardest thing was month after month after month, doing everything that I could and still going it's not enough. The, the money just isn't there. So that was my big, that was the big problem. <laughs> and um, at some point I looked at our available, you know, pile of cash 
and the amount of obligations that we had left and and they they didn't equal out we didn't have enough money to keep paying to operate this business long term and so i had to take some pretty drastic actions to to find some to find a way to get out of it without hurting myself financially anymore um are you ready for that story so like where did that yeah, go yeah let us go we can't leave us hanging <laughs> okay so we look I, I contacted my landlord and who I had been in contact with the entire time but I had two and a half years left on a lease and not nearly enough money to pay for it and things were not recovering well post-COVID so I wrote a, this beautiful email about all the steps that I had taken all of the things that I had done in my power the hired coaches utilize the small business development center like like I did so many things to try to make this work and just ultimately proposed letting me out of the lease for a for a small fee and he agreed to that which was a huge blessing and um I went to my franchise and basically said the same thing here's all of the things that we did and we just can't make it work and I propose that you let me out under these circumstances and so that's the fast version is that both parties agreed well all three parties myself included came to some kind of agreement to exit the situation but that's the one minute fast and easy version I mean it was heart-wrenching mm. it was it was years and years of heartbreak and um and then feeling like I was a failure because the business was failing. That was a really, really challenging way to live for several years in a row. And I think that's something that you hit on that's so powerful for all of us in the entrepreneurial space is we become attached, if not one, with our businesses. And our businesses become a, like our identity. And when we aren't seeing the success that we want, it's hard and and it's hard to and I think you did the same thing a lot of people do you just try to see keep seeing if you can make it work like can I just make it work what else can I do um and I'm just so proud of you for like seeing the the, the reality like I think some people would have bled themselves dry just you know thinking mm -hmm. just one more month we always think if there's just this one more magic pill or wand I can wave we'll fix it uh, yeah but I definitely believe, and I know that we've talked about this before, doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. So this made you stronger. So how did this um, really hard situation that you went through owning this, you know, gym franchise and, and having of all things in the middle of the pandemic, how did it set you up for where you are today? Because it clearly has set you up on the path that you're, you're very successful now and you're growing your business. Thank you. Um, I think that the big things were... In, in the midst of all of the sadness and the fear and the feelings of failure, I, I definitely wallowed for a while. So I want people to know like that's legit. That's part of the process is you're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to feel sorry for yourself. But at some point, we got to wrap that up. So I think that the things that helped me turn that around were looking back at past successes like I ran my personal training business for a whole year. I just created this business out of the clear blue sky. I had no real plan and I just figured it out and I made money. I was busy, I was working and I was happy. So that actually, when I, when I made myself remember stuff like that, mm -hmm. that helped me 
sort of hang on to these little tidbits of confidence that were in there proof that I am capable and I do have good ideas and I can make things work. I think that this business that didn't work out was a combination of some of my knowledge and skill sets or lack thereof, some circumstances and a whole bunch of other stuff, but it wasn't all me and it wasn't only me. So it it took some very like manual conscious work to remember this experience is not the whole of who I am as a person. And it's not reflective of all that I'm capable of. It's reflective of a whole bunch of stuff, including circumstances that are out of my control. And so that manual practice, I think, is important for people to, to know about is going, yeah, it didn't feel natural. I didn't close this business and, and spring back up and go, okay, I'm ready to be an entrepreneur again. Mm -hmm. I wallowed and it was hard. And I thought about just going back to, you know, regular work for a long time. Don't we all? <laughs> if you have not had that thought, you are not an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, there's trade-offs, you know, and the thought of just like turning off my brain and reporting to somebody else and trading that for a paycheck was really, really appealing after not making money for four and a half years. But I, I knew that I had this love for fitness and like the things that drove me through all of those hard times were helping other women feel better. Like there's no amount of money that it's just such a magic feeling and watching how that impacts them through all kinds of different ways in their lives, not just how they feel in their clothes or, you know, or, or their physical things, you know? So ultimately it was really like, yes, I could go get a job. I could even go get a job in the fitness industry, but I want to keep helping people the way that I help people. And there's kind of only one way that I know how to do that. Hey guys, Shelly here. I hope you are enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to my free monthly training, the Branding Power Hour. This is a virtual event that's held the fourth Wednesday of each month at Noon Mountain, 1 p.m. Central. If you are a small business owner wanting to grow your personal brand with simple strategies that work and really level up your marketing, this is the place for you. We share tips and tricks to be better at marketing your business. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes and you must be on the list to register to get the Zoom link. Come on out and join us. We can't wait to meet you. So we went back to your mobile training and... Now, fast forward, she has a mobile training business and she has a mobile training app. There's all kinds of, of goodness. But recently, she took her business to a whole new level by investing in um, an email, my email class, because she, I remember we were having this conversation one day and she was just like, how do I reach people? How do I, you know, I feel like I'm posting stuff on social media. The reach is just not there we were struggling, you know, and, and you and everyone, it's just the algorithm keeps changing. And that's when I started to talk to you about the value of having that email list to really create your email list and how you control everything about that email list. You control the tone, you control the, the tempo. Like there's, it's just like going from a loud, loud and crazy in the restaurant into this quiet atmosphere of your home where you're in charge of each element and you can really create the environment that you want your clients to to do but but you, even though you saw the benefit of it 
you had some real reservations about just the technology piece. There was a lot of things that when we were initially talking about this, you're like, I, I just don't know. You know, like, it seems like a lot. So talk to me, like, let's go back to where you were before we started this program and just kind of tell me kind of how you were feeling about maybe starting this new chapter of, of growing your business in this way. Yeah, it was scary. I feel like that's the story of my entrepreneurial life. It, like that's my quote is, oh, it feels like a lot. <laughs> I know a lot of entrepreneurs who work 24 seven and their brains are just like always going with the next idea and the next way to, to do things. And they're just always on in that way. And that it, it just isn't me. I mean, for better or worse, I want to kind of put in a regular workday and then be done and stop thinking about it. So big. So adding something new to my business feels like big. It, it feels hard and scary. And I am tech savvy. I'm good at using the computer and things like that. But it was the it was the amount of time of going, okay, well, I'm going to have to research to figure out what's a good platform to use. Then I'm going to have to figure out how to use the platform. Then I have to figure out how to actually build a list and then keep building a list. And then I have to figure out crap to talk about. And like all of those things, that was too much. That was too big a hill to climb. And the thing that you're amazing at is going, I've done all the research. I have a platform I like. I'm going to teach you how to use it. And you're not going to leave this class without sending a newsletter. So you will have already done it. And four weeks was a really, really like easy amount of time to wrap my brain around. I can commit the time. A month is not too scary. And you're doing all the hard work. Really, you cut out all the junk that I didn't want to do, the research and the learning, because you just said, here's the platform. I've tested a bunch of them. I like this one. And here's how to do exactly the things that you want to do. No more and no less. And so that made it really, really digestible and much less scary. And I think that's something that a lot of people are just looking for in general in life is right now with the digital space, you know, there's so many options and we are just over well, there's so much information out there. I think, you know, especially in for fitness, this is the same way. People come to you for less. They mm -hmm. want less. Like they are not going to want to have to do all the research, research all the, the programs, research all the way. Like they want you to, to do the same thing I did with you in the email class. Show me what I need to do. Yeah. Write me out a plan. Let me, you know, execute it and then just tell me where I need to fix it. It's it's just that exactly. quick win and the less information that's out there and they're not having to research all the different things. So right. you took what you do for your clients and you did it for yourself. If I don't know if you, you caught oh. that, but you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that, but I like that. Yeah, that's totally true. Well, how has having this email platform now, because I know we talked that you had some, you had some big goals and some big dreams that you wanted to do in this business. And you really felt that you needed a better way to, to communicate with your clients, to promote your products and services, um, and just to build that relationship. But one mm -hmm. of the things we really talk about in the class is it's not just about buy my stuff, buy my stuff, but it's really about showing up, serving, positioning yourself as an expert and nurturing those clients along a long journey. So how have you been able to use the information that you've learned to nurture your clients? And then how has that benefited your business? The, the email program really sort of changed the way that I thought about marketing as a whole, a, a little bit. I, 
in my social media marketing, I was either just doing something to educate about what I do or posting just random, interesting, fun stuff that I liked. So you're getting like some of Carrie personality and then some of Kapow the Trainer business offerings, I guess. But there wasn't really any strategy to it. And it was really hit or miss. And you can be putting out the best social media content in the world, but you have no control over whose feeds it's going to show up on or whether they're even on on the day when you're post, like whether they're going to see it or not. So the email program, at least like I have control that it's going into their inbox, whether or not they open it. Okay. But at least it's like, I know it's going to show up on their screen at some point. They have the opportunity to say yes or no. Whereas with social media, it just feels like you're throwing stuff out into the wind and who knows what will happen. Um, the other big thing that it changed, I think, is that I started thinking about how, what can I offer people in an email format versus just education or just what do I find fun and interesting? And so it's kind of fun because now as I live my life from day to day, I'm, I like categorizing things as I'm going through my existence of like, Ooh, that would be fun to talk about, or, Ooh, I could teach them how to do this. And that, that has changed things for me. The other thing that I love about email is that it's, it can be much longer format than social media. Like I'm a writer and I am wordy. And so you taught us to do like minimum viable product. It does not need to be huge. It doesn't need to be frequent, like pick a thing that you can stick with. And so my strategy for myself is every other Monday, I'm going to put out an email and it can be teeny, teeny, tiny. But in reality, when I sit down to do it, I have a lot to say because I'm so excited to share things with my readers. And that I, so it feels more intimate because I feel like I'm sharing more of myself, even when I'm offering like, here's how to do an amazing squat. You don't need me in your living room for that. I could come and I could help you, but also you could just read this article and be better at squats for the rest of your life and never have to pay me a dime. And I love that. I love that for people. Right. Okay. Well, first of all, she has the coolest recipes in her <laughs> newsletter. So if you're not, you need to be subscribed to that just to get the recipes. But what you're doing is you are top of mind. Even if they don't open that email, they mm -hmm. see it and they may not open an email three or four times, but all of a sudden, like they hear someone that needs a personal trainer or they know that you have that app and you're still yeah. going to be top of mind. And so we, I think we just have to look at email sometimes as a long game. Mm -hmm. We all want that microwave quick fix button. Um, but, you know, as social media start, you know, they just, they just launched threads, a whole new platform. So as people's uh, I didn't even know that. I'm yeah, you've been on, she's been on a cruise. She's been on a cruise. Um, but as people's attention gets even more and more fragmented, it's going to be harder to show up on social media. So you're ahead of the game. Um, you So after the email class, you did some fun things. You launched a program, a coaching program, and then you launched a membership and your email, because I was on, I was receiving the emails. That's another thing. When you go to my class, I make you put me on your emails so I can big sister boss you and be like, I haven't seen an email from you guys in a while. So are you, how are you doing on those emails? Um, but she does. And she launched a, um, so tell us a little bit about what you launched and then maybe how, the email helped you with that launch. 
Okay. So I have been thinking about doing a group nutrition coaching program for a long, long time. I do nutrition coaching one-on-one and I, and I have for years, but this would be a way to, again, help more people at one time and everybody benefits from a good community. So in as just like my email class buddies helped me and I helped them like in this nutrition course, people are learning from each other. They're supporting each other, tips, tricks, ideas, hugs, when things are hard, stuff like that. So this has been on my mind for forever, but starting like getting through the email thing and getting that up and running gave me the confidence that I could do something that was hard and scary and rock it. And also it, since I was rocking an email, it gave me a platform to be talking to people about my nutrition course a lot, um, in, in a better way, in a more targeted way, I guess. So I had my very first group nutrition course um, about just a little bit over 12 weeks ago. So we've got our final meeting this week, which is exciting. And then I am starting another course at the end of this month. So they're not running quite every 12 weeks, but roughly in that neighborhood, I'm opening it up to another group of, I'm keeping it at about 10 to 12 maximum. Our first group had five, so it was really intimate and I learned a lot and the women learned a lot. And it's really just, it's a habit-based program. So part of my philosophy is like, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. You've got your your spouses, your kids, your people, your habit, like your lifestyle what I eat might not work for you and what the textbooks say you should eat might not work for you. So what we're going to do instead is look at what does your real life look like and how can we upgrade your habits so that you're getting what you want without totally overhauling your life or going on some crazy fad diet where like you're eating this weird food, but you have to do all this other work for your family because that doesn't mm. work for people. It doesn't work long-term for sure. So I it's kind that. of like a habit upgrade course. Hero habits is what it's called. Oh, okay. Well, we will link to that in the show notes so that anyone who's interested can can find it because so just at the end of the day, if you were going to talk to somebody, a new entrepreneur, or maybe someone who's been in business a while, who's not doing an email pr- platform in their business, like just tell them maybe a quick practical and tactical small step of what they could do to just start thinking about it. I would say... I would say this for anything, any topic that anybody is scared of and wants to make a change is pick one thing and just do it. Mm -hmm. So if that could be pick one teacher and take her class, I'll, for the record, I recommend that everybody in the universe takes Shelly's email (laughs) class because it was so crazy, crazy, crazy helpful, but you could pick anybody online or you could pick a book, but pick one thing and just do that thing. It's the same for your diet. If you want to make a dietary change, pick one thing to add or change. Maybe that's, mm. I'm going to quit. I'm, I'm going to reduce my eating out one time per week and do that for weeks on end until that doesn't feel hard and then do something else. But it's that, it's the magic of just taking action, picking one thing and doing it until it's not too hard. That builds confidence and then you can take additional steps from there. Oh, I love that. You, that's why this podcast is called Educated Empowered because people, you know, you can sit around and consume content and watch videos all day, 
But until you get out there and you actually do something, none of it's going to to work. There's a person that I follow and I learned a term from her called procrastinating. So instead of just getting on and doing the thing, you can get lost in research land and it feels like work. It feels mm. like taking action, except if at the end of the day, if you still haven't sent out an email, yep. <laughs> then you haven't really taken action. So that's a, that's a concept that I've really hung on to procrastinate. Procrastinate learning. Okay. And that's one of the things I do with my own coaching clients when they, when they're researching a platform or something like that, I say, okay, you have 60 minutes, set a timer for 60 minutes. You can do all the research you want in 60 minutes, but at the end of that 60 minutes, you have to have made a decision and you have to move forward with it. You can always go back and revisit it down the future, but the 60 minutes is all you have to research your website. If you, you know, if you're trying to decide which platform to host your website or your email or that, you, that, and so that's, that's really good. Now I'm going to have to use your topic for crest learning. So, <laughs> okay. Well, we had so much fun chatting with you. I know so many of our listeners are going to want to know where to find you and how to find out about this hero habits course. So tell us the best place for them to connect with you. I'm on Facebook and Instagram about equally, and I love them both. So, and I'm on there as Kapow the trainer, C-A-P-O-W, the trainer on both platforms. So that's a great place to find me, follow me, message me. I would love to chat. She has lots of good content. So go check her out and you can sign up for her email list and get mm -hmm. on her uh, email list so you can get her fun recipes that she shares because I, I've tried those and I really enjoy them. Yay. So. I love that. Okay. Before we leave, I always like to ask my guests one last thing uh, to inspire our listeners. Could you tell us one thing that inspires you, Carrie? Oh, I think the best answer to that is my friends looking around at my entrepreneur friends from a place of love and excitement and, um, in, in inspiration, I guess it's easy for humans to, when they feel like things are hard, it's really easy for humans to look around and be envious or judgmental or scared that everybody else is doing it right or better. And so again, with that, like that manual thinking process, I look around at my friends and go, dang, she is killing it in this way. Or like, oh my gosh, I love what I just saw. I wonder how I can incorporate that into what I'm doing. And it's a practice, but I find it really, really helpful. And I'm, I'm friends with some amazing people online and in the real world. And it keeps me going. If you don't have a community, find one. It could be one or two people, but everybody needs a community who's doing something similar. It doesn't have to be your industry at all. But somebody with similar passions or interests or other entrepreneurs or something. But if you're all by yourself trying to figure it out and the only person who's living your experience and knowing what you're going through, like you've got to find some buddies because you'll have hard times at different times. And it's just nice to commiserate and have somebody really, really get it. And I'm lucky enough. I, I'm going to put myself in that category. I feel like I can call you my friend and yeah. <laughs> But like she comes to our branding inner circles and it's just, it's just fun totally. to, to see how that women, that group of women encourages each other. Um, you know, it truly is a situation where a rising tide 
lifts all boats and you guys are your each other's biggest cheerleaders both in the email class and in in the actual lunch and learn that you guys come to so okay before we say goodbye I just want to say thank you so much for coming and sharing all the things that inspire you uh, we are going to include all the links in the show notes and just so that everyone can learn about you and your goodness and go check out your um, your mobile training app too, because we didn't even really get to touch on that, but that's a whole nother level of amazingness. So we would actually like to know how this uh, message resonated with you. So the best way to do that is you could leave us a review or you could screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram and tag me. I'm at Shelly Niehaus. And what's your actual handle, Carrie? Kapow the trainer, C-A-P-O-W. Kapow the trainer. So tag us just to let us know that this resonated with you. And it just allows us to see that there are people on the other side of the microphone. Sometimes this podcasting world, we, we do these episodes and we put them out into the universe and we know people listen, but it's just neat to kind of hear the feedback on the other end. So thanks again for coming, Carrie. We really enjoyed having you. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I love chatting. I know I get to do it uh, with her more than just this. So I'm a lucky girl. Same anyway, <laughs> I, and I just want to leave you with this final message, no matter where you are in your life, in your business today, just remember, find that community, find those people. Cause you have to keep going. The entrepreneurial journey is not for the faint of heart. So wherever you are, don't stay stuck, keep going and be brave. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you were educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow and leave a review and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you get unstuck in life and business so you can build the life of your dreams. The first step on that journey is learning to calm the chaos and make space for what matters. Get my secret weapon for finding time in your busy life to make good things happen. Just click on the link in the show notes and grab my simple strategies to overcome overwhelm and take back your life. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave.